KW calling. I'm on international frequency. Come in. Knuckle up again. Make me want to dance. You know, what does this, what does this represent? Uh, because this isn't just about soda. <laughs> Hello, beans. This is Dave. And Hello. Don't judge me. Don't judge me! Don't judge me! Don't judge me! Don't judge me! It's going to be called an old Now use the axe, Judge. Listen to me, Judge. Use the axe, Judge. Go ahead, Judge. Use the axe! Use it! Again, Judge! Once more again! Strike out! Harder, Judge! Again! That's it, Judge! Hit it again! And again! Strike it! Strike it! Dr. Stevens, I must speak to you. Yes? What is it, Daniel? He's doing very well tonight. Can you sense how each stroke reaches down, freeing some part of his conflict? Perhaps that's the cell or two of the unconscious brain, yet he's reaching it. Reach for it, Judge! Dr. Stevens! Yes? Doctor, I've come to a decision about... about all this. I just can't take it any longer. Harriet threatened me again tonight. I'm leaving. I, when you said you had someone else coming out tonight, someone to help. <laughs> Enough already. God. We're going to get to that. It's a little segment we uh, call now Wax Teeth. That me and Lydia Peaver have decided we're going to be doing uh, on a regular basis once a month. We're going to revisit a movie that probably shouldn't be revisited. Uh, this week was uh, Don't Look in the Basement. This was S.W. Brownrig's uh, creation. I guess he's the director. 71. We're going to get into that. Um... Lydia was not around for that one, but she'll be back for the next one. This was on her, um, oh, I guess, recommendation, if you will. And um, she does take a part in the show a little bit. But mostly we have uh, a council of four roundtable discussion about this horrible slasher flick. Yet, has some redeeming qualities. Um, We have Arvin Clay with us, special effects master and photographer. Heather Taddy, of course. You know her. And... um, Somebody you haven't, you haven't met yet is uh, Edward McCarran, who has done the artwork for Kettle Whistle Radio. He's a great guy. He's going to talk about his comic book and stuff. Um, but I do have to hit on a topic here as well. Um, there was a little, there was a, well, well, just, it's not little. There was a, a, a tragic uh, happenstance with um, 
one of our Society 13 folks. Um, everybody's okay, first of all, but um, Mr. Pink, TBA, uh, that show, uh, Mr. Pink's uh, family lost a house. I believe they were, uh, these people were like parents to him. I, I don't want to get too personal into this. Um, all I can say is if you want to help out, they, their house burnt down, they live in Alaska, they lost everything. And I have the connection to send donations and anything you want to go to the right place. You just you have to hit me up personally, and I'll send you the information on where it can go. Um, just because they don't want to give out names and addresses just yet until uh, the certain foundations are set up. But that's uh, Mr. Pink. Uh, TBA is the show. Society thirteen. You know he's a what can I say? He's he's one of us, and uh, we want to do what we can to help out his family out in Alaska that lost everything. And you know there's always there's always something. Uh, Serious that takes place for one of our shows. Now you know this again. It's about escapism. We're going to do that right now. Uh, Arvin also came with a uh, a song for us, and he is working with a guy. Uh, let's see here. The name of actually is a band. Um, the guy's band is C Two, has in the letter C the number two. The song is the city, and it's going to be part of a uh, short film video that he's doing, helping this guy create. You can uh, check out this guy's website. Um, control.org is where you can find it. C2 is the name of the band. Arvin will be talking about it a little bit more later. And we'll play the song The City in its entirety. It's ambient industrial and uh, it's phenomenal background music. I loved it. And it um, gives you a certain mood and really good for horror movies. All right. We're going to get into this right now with uh, don't, look into the, don't Look in the Basement. We actually did that. Enjoy. Don't go in the basement. And by Heather screwing up the title right there, uh, Don't Look in the Basement, I'm reminded of the guy's name is actually S.F. Brownrig. I said S.W. before. All right, what can you do? What I actually can do is uh, give you a synopsis real quick since our roundtable discussion contains spoilers and absolutely no idea what the story is really about. Uh, let's see here. Don't Look in the Basement. Stephen Sanitarium is an experimental asylum for the criminally psychotic. One nurse... Charlotte Beale's first day of work has an axe-wielding lunatic murdering the head doctor at the sanitarium, leaving Dr. Masters in charge. As the deadly loonies take over the asylum, Beale soon discovers that Masters isn't who she claims to be in this gory horror fest from cult director S.F. Brownrigg. I just want to call him S.W. Hello! Welcome to Kettle Whistle Radio with Dave and Taddy. Got a weird uh, one. We Got just a weird one. watched a really strange film uh, from what, 1970? 71. 71. 71. Called Don't Look in the Basement. And we have some things to say about it. Yeah, we looked in the basement. Yes. Um, uh, this was recommended to us by Lydia Peaver, our friend and buddy and writer and horror uh, nostalgist from Canada. Um, we can blame her for this, or we can say we enjoyed it. We're somewhere in between. <laughs> yes, I, I I, don't know. The whole uh, fact that it was called Don't Look in the Basement and we never really know what connection the basement had to the film, really. It was, well, it had the whole connection. It just, uh, there wasn't a big surprise I mean, I saw, reveal. Like, because, the well, they revealed everything in the beginning. Yeah, Great idea, and, and she said if it was to be remade, it would be a great movie. I, I, I think it, that would be cool. It should be, yeah. That's, little thing? Yes, you know that's a movie that needs to be remade, I think. It's a great idea that was not... There were some good characters. Yes. So don't... What was the name of the... All right, well, let, let's introduce the people we have with us today. They can help us out here. We have Arvin Clay, 
Bye. <laughs> That's all he's going to say right now. And then we have Eddie McCarran. Yep. Finally. Yeah, Daddy. yeah, about time. A round of applause, Eddie McCarran. Right. Why? Why? Why do we have him here? Come on, Daddy. Because he drew our awesome logo with Frankenstein playing yes. guitar. When they look at us, well, they look at his artwork. And, uh, well, let's hear about well, what, what you got going on and what are you doing and what have you done before. Let's hear about Eddie. Oh, wow. Yeah, you're on All the right, spot. Yeah, on Doesn't the that spot suck? Right yeah, no, yeah, this is definitely rough. Um, <laughs> no, um... Rougher than that movie you just saw? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, the, the movie... Was, I actually liked the movie a lot. I thought it was very entertaining. It was. Lydia will be happy to hear that. <laughs> no, um... Uh, uh, right now, I mean, you know, as far as art goes, I was telling you guys earlier, um plan on working on a comic with a friend here, you know, he's he's moving down here and, you know, we're going to write it and draw it all up and everything and get it all done and, you know, hopefully a nice little sci-fi comic with some weird trippy things in it. You need to put video to it. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, Heather's already talked about this before, yeah. You're you're a little modest. Uh, What what else have you done? I know that you've got some stuff brewing or Uh, stuff that we haven't seen. No, I mean, not, not really too much. Um... I, uh, very, 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 very little, honestly. <laughs> um, well, we're impressed with it, and we do appreciate what you've done for us. I mean, honestly, that's the coolest icon and logo I could possibly oh, ask for. It was a lot of fun. And we didn't it even ask for a logo. He randomly just was yeah. like, look, I drew this up. I'm well, you know what? To your podcast. You know what? Yeah, yeah. Like, I heard the podcast, and uh, I enjoyed it. You know, like, I, I'm a big fan of listening to podcasts and finding, you know, things that I can listen to and, and just kind of sit there and enjoy. And, you know. Yeah. So, Independent artists, yeah, so, everyday folks like ourselves. So when I heard it, I was like, you know what? I was like, I'm going to sit here and I'm going to draw for a while and see what I get while I listen to the podcast. And that's what came out. And what you came up with is uh, something that people refer to as Frankie. <laughs> Did you have a name for it? No. They no. call him Frankie. No, no, no. I don't know. I, Frankie's yeah. our logo, apparently. Frankie. I just thought Frankenstein playing, you know, air bass. Pretty much. <laughs> and he awesome. is, and that's so freaking... Yeah. What a great idea. Yeah. What a great... We, no, we really appreciate it. Honestly, <laughs> it's good to have you here. I'm glad we can torture you with a, well, I'm not going to say a horrific movie, but a horror movie, and we've been doing these horrific reviews, and uh, <laughs> we have an expert here with us too, Arvin Clay. We all sat and watched this movie that none of us have seen, 1971, we spanned the decades of horror movies between the four of us. Um, what did you think of Don't Look in the Basement by, what was it, Brown, what was his name? Brown's Rig, something JF yeah. Brown's Rig. Yeah, JF. Uh, obviously, he's worked a lot since. Uh, okay. He's he's a he's a household name. No, <laughs> no, no. no. Um, I mean, well, it's you know Brown Bag Johnson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oof. Um, it wasn't a bad movie. That's no. not to say it was a good movie, but it, it wasn't. Uh, it wasn't a bad movie. It's um, thematically there. There are some some things that, that actually were kind of interesting. I mean, like, the, the whole idea of, you know, the lunatics running the asylum is, you know, one of those... Corporate America. Killing yeah. the doctors. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, biting the hands that feed you, you know, so to speak. Um, yeah, it, it was it, it was cool, and, and definitely, yeah, it re-executed by competent filmmakers. I, I think it could be, you know, right. a heck of a film. Um yeah, I mean, they were just, like, weirdo characters. Like, the, the unfortunate thing was, I mean, the moment the movie started, we started, like, mystery science theatering it. Where's the plot? Where's yeah, the plot? Well, yeah, the narrative just... There was no narrative. Really. No, no, no. Well, the plot but, didn't show up until about an hour into the movie. 
I like that <laughs> ten minutes into it, that's when the title came on. Like, Arvin left the room to go get, like, some food. <laughs> we were ten minutes into the movie, and I was like, wait, it just started. <laughs> it, like, it was a total Rob Zombie moment with the title, you know, set. It's where he got it from. Yeah. You know, it's where he got it. Movies like this. As far as cinematography goes, I really liked how certain characters had certain camera angles the whole time they were shown. Mm-hmm. Like the guy that killed the doctor with an axe, he was always yes. shot at a low angle. <laughs> and the, um, the the old woman was always real close-up shots of her face. Yes, yes. There was so a I good cast of characters, though. It was. They didn't do much with them um, t- till the end. And I, I'd say, you know, watch the damn thing with yeah. friends and... Uh, you can make fun of it all you want and then think about how you'd remake it better. And me and Lydia Peaver talked about this. Sometimes you watch a bad movie or read a bad book to see how you make it better. You learn yeah. from other people's yeah. mistakes and you take that and run with it. That's what I did. You know, We're in a room full of action figures. When I was a kid, I played with these guys trying to make up my own versions of Star Wars. and you know, That's where it begins. And then you start storyboarding. I don't know what you guys did, but Eddie, I'm sure you... Come yeah. on, talk to me. Uh, I mean, yeah, that's pretty much it. You know, like you, you, you get like your ideas from stuff you see, and, and sometimes it's good ideas poorly executed. <laughs> but yeah, but you know, but but there's something good in there, you know, and and it could spark something and get you to think of it, you know, in a different way and get you to start doing something. I shaved my Barbie's heads and spray painted them gold. And now you're a paranormal and expert. Made them into like a, I mean, <laughs> I remember creating this like disco scene in my dollhouse where these Barbies were like dancing. <laughs> I made beaded curtains. I remember. <laughs> There's this moment every time where I have nothing to say. <laughs> that's amazing. Anyone, yeah. please? It's, no, that's that's pretty much every time Heather tells a story. <laughs> wow. Uh, but okay, so <laughs> where, where did that? Well, I was thinking about, like, being young and playing with dollhouses and stuff. You guys are playing with action figures. I was playing with, like, dollhouse and Barbies. Mannequins. And mannequins. Do you want to talk about your, your mannequins? <laughs> I don't want to oh. talk about my mannequins right now, okay? Have you seen Sorry. the video with the heads that are, like, moving around and stuff? <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you want to tell them where to find that? <laughs> oh, I have a YouTube channel. Is it Classic Tad? Classic Tad. It's, yeah, it's called Classic I haven't been on it forever. And I have random videos from, like, Parental State and random ones with mannequin heads. <laughs> Is it all, like, still there? Available? Yeah, they're there? still there, most of them, yeah. Yeah, they need to see that. Now, alright, let's get into something. <laughs> let's refresh everything. Wow. Uh, Arvin, you have something coming out right now. You're working on a project that I thought was really cool. And we're yeah. listening to a little bit in, in the background right now. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I have a, an old friend, uh, uh, Jason Taylor, who... He's, uh, he's done a lot of uh, music projects. Um, yeah, he's uh, one that's called Control.org, another one, C2. Control.org is more like traditional industrialish synth pop. Um, C2 is really noisy, you know. And uh, I've done his last couple album covers, and uh, I didn't think I was going to do any more album covers because I, I think I'm a, a, a bad graphic designer. But he came to me and he said, hey, I, I'd really like you to, to do my cover. And I said, well, I can't really say no. And he said, yeah, I wouldn't give you a choice anyway. So... Uh, then he started telling me kind of about the uh, the, the concept for the uh, for the whole thing, and I actually want to read a little excerpt, if that's okay, that's all right. of the uh, uh, of the intro because it, it'll give you an idea of kind of what we're what we're dealing with. Um, all right, uh, there we go. Okay, we all experience nightmares or panic attacks or some twinge of the subconscious or the unexplained. We all experience suffering. Suffering has been taken to a whole new level, both highs and in, inane lows. 
Modern consumer society urges us to seek short-term physical gratification as pain relief. These same systems provide all new means of inflicting and receiving suffering for those stuck in cycles of pain and for those who perpetuate and replicate pain as pain relief. We all have our sirens. Are you a bystander or a cause or a solution? What happens when the unknown becomes constant and the hyper-awareness becomes truly horrible? The Stories of Four explores the cloudy lines between memory, premonition, and action through a state of being that doesn't allow clarity, but does allow us to be haunted by the simplest things or the occasional spark of humanity linking us to our brothers and sisters in solidarity or torture, whether overt or complacent. Some doors you open, some are slammed in your face, others you're pushed through. Which do you choose? Welcome to the Four. So, centers on four, uh, four girls. Um who may or may not have been murdered, or they may have done themselves in, but our narrator is kind of nebulous and doesn't really give you an idea of whether he was the one who um, who did them in, but they're all tied together. Um, so what I'm, what I'm working on for him is CD art. Uh, we're doing a, a comic book to go along with the film. Each of the, uh, the songs actually has its own short little Very vignettes. Cool. I didn't know about the comic book. Awesome. Uh, story to it, yeah, it's yeah. It's, cool. it's, it's first time I've ever done a comic book, so it's, it's going to be interesting. That. It seems like you would have done. Well, no, I, I can't draw to like, a straight line with a ruler. Uh, it's <laughs> Eddie you know, can. Um, no, I can't. I <laughs> use I <laughs> use software to draw uh, straight lines. But um, but <laughs> I, I I can photograph and I can photograph really well. And so we're we're treating the whole thing as kind of a weird little art book with uh, stories attached to it. And uh, we're working on an Indiegogo campaign uh, that's going to go live in July. Um, to do like some really cool limited edition stuff that you know we wouldn't be able to do otherwise. We're going to do a box set with some prints. Um, uh, you know, there's going to be a bonus CD. There's all sorts of cool stuff. Um, but I, I'm excited. Like it, it's 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 got me. Uh, I saw the kind video. It's freaking awesome. I'm going to make sure like when we air this, we play the video. Where's with the video that. at? Where's yeah. Well, well, video? the video isn't isn't done yet. Oh, uh, the, okay. the 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 one that you saw was actually just like it's literally a sketch of the uh, of the video to give a. Uh, Jason had an idea of what uh, what the stuff's going to look like, but yeah. Um, yeah, as soon as the the teaser is up, I can get you guys a yeah. copy of it. Yeah, I mean, I was like, I'll, I'll show you after the show, kind of like the little, like I said, the, the sketch of the video. Um, but yeah, it's 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 cool. It's the first time I've ever done video stuff, mm -hmm. so it's 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 kind of wild. I, I, I have the bug now. Like now, I really like doing video. Now I'm excited about learning yeah. Final Cut and. Yeah. Getting obsessed with plugins and all sorts of weird stuff I can do to video. It's How really did cool. the music inspire? How does the music tie in? Well, the, Where did the inspiration come from music. Yeah, I mean uh, that it, it is because like uh, all, all of the the music for the record, it, it it's all telling the story of the, these four um, okay. uh, four girls, um, and so it, it's cool. And they're and they're all old uh, old friends of mine uh, that I'm working with. So it. Makes it okay, like it, you know, it's totally okay for me to to cover my friends in blood. You yeah, know, they're 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 fine with it, <laughs> which is good. Um, because it's it, well, no, I mean it's awkward to, to work with um, to work with new models and just say, okay, well, what I need you to do in you know is, is I, I need you to be dead, you know, yeah. and uh, you know it's 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 strange on, on first meeting to ask somebody to be covered in blood. I think it'd be yeah. fun. <laughs> yeah. She, yeah, she's waiting for a yeah. chance to like be covered in blood. I just want to know how you make fake blood. blood, like how what different recipes it can oh, We've been through this. Yeah, I, I don't actually make yeah. my own because no? um, I found one of the best bloods on the market. It's actually made by this guy named Gary Tunnicliffe, mm -hmm. who did a lot of the Hellraiser movies. Ah. He um and he has this fantastic blood called the Blood. 
<laughs> that's mostly detergent. So it cleans up really, really easily. Yeah, you can't put it in your mouth or anything like that. Um, but it, you know, I, I can literally, there's so much detergent to it. I can wash my hands in the blood and my hands become yeah. clean. I never thought of detergent. Um, so it's cool because my, my sister, bless her heart, has been letting me use her house to shoot a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. And I've kind of gotten stuff soaked in, in blood, you know, and, and... So I, I'm really happy that it's cleaning up very easily. Yeah. Uh, though th- there there were some moments when her her fiance asked me to leave some of it up for a little bit. Um, so the contractors came and oh they're, they're my gosh. like bloody. There's like you know bloody uh, bit in, uh, in an old bathtub and like bloody footprints in one room. So kind of freaked them out a little bit, but you know. I kind of uh, like that. Wonder how his day was after that. <laughs> I hope fantastic. <laughs> Well, I, I do have to say, since we watched Don't Look in the Basement uh, because of Lydia Peaver, she sent she did send me this uh, question while she wanted to question me and Heather on. Um, well, first off, can you see a remake of this doing well, or am I nuts? That's her asking us. I definitely would like to see a remake, but maybe kind of change things a little bit. Make it more... Coherent? Uh, yeah. <laughs> but who reimagining a better word? Yes. Yeah. I actually see Rob Zombie directing that better. That's his type of thing. I know you guys aren't fans, but... No, I'm a fan of his original stuff. Yeah, like, yeah, take yeah, yeah I would, I'd watch it. White, we were going with the white trash thing. Yeah. How yeah. he loves to work with it. Well... <laughs> yeah, but but see, that wasn't necessarily white trash, though. That was just... One that was a, 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 well, it was a collection of broken people. <laughs> yeah. You know? I like um, where you're going with this. And so I, I don't know necessarily that, that he would be the... The, the right person to interject with that. I, I mean, like, trying to think of, like, who would be, um, if he could, uh, scale it down. Um, you know, I, I always mention this guy because he's, like, one of my favorites of all time, but I mean, like, David Fincher doing a movie like that sure. would be pretty amazing, but I don't even know if he would be right for that because he, uh, um, I don't think he's, he's quirky enough. So, uh, uh, Terry Gilliam. Oh wow! Yeah, there we go. Terry Gilliam, Terry Gilliam doing nice that movie. One. All right, I do like that. That's good. That's good. I think she would like that. That's really good. She gave me this little anecdote about this because it's how this whole thing came up on our last thing. We we're you know reviewing seventies or yeah, yeah. just missed movies. Um, this is from the person that was, uh, I guess, was going to remake. Don't look in the basement. Uh, she says from Miss Alan Rowe Kelly. Unfortunately, I have been after IMDb to drop the listing for Don't Look in the Basement for some time now, as we had to put the film on hold three years ago. <laughs> we had two other features come into our corner at the, at the time, and we proceeded with them. I do still have proposals out for doing a retelling of Don't Look in the Basement. <laughs> so there, huh. there's interest yeah. into this. Yeah. 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 But I don't think, I don't see it coming to fruition. Yeah. I, I just don't. But yeah, there's a great idea that just really, well, didn't well, happen. Th- the thing is, it could also be done as, um, as a stage play. That could work. Um, a musical? No. Oh, well, she would say. Heather would say. <laughs> Birth ritual. No. Yeah. no, you couldn't sing that. No, you would never we're sing. We're not talking about Soundgarden right now. You would never sing birth ritual, ritual like ever. Never. <laughs> yeah, you did last episode. Yeah. Yeah. I would. <laughs> well, all right. Well, what else you guys got on this movie? I mean, we waste. How much time do we waste on that? 
Well, no, I say everybody. It was, it was ninety minutes. Yeah. It, the movie was ninety minutes. It was, it was totally minutes. worth it. Yeah, totally worth it. Oh yeah, that, I mean, there were moments that we literally had to pause, rewind, and yeah, go back did. to because we they did. were we so did. absurd. Yeah, we had Can to, I just yeah. say the guy that looks like Richard Simmons? Danny. He, His name was, was Danny. He was remarkable in this movie. Danny yeah. was the reason to. I mean. The first time Danny saw a girl naked was a classic moment. <laughs> yeah, it, 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 it just, was. I'll never forget that cackle. He didn't yeah. do the right thing. <laughs> no. But he laughed. No. Oh, that was fantastic. You know what it is, though? It's it's a great movie to sit around with a group of people and watch and just be entertained by it. You know? Well, if you're watching it by yourself, don't do it. Don't bother. <laughs> yeah, don't. Right. No. Yeah, you might question yourself. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, yeah, don't go to the basement by yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but overall, very entertaining with friends. I yeah. just would have liked it if the basement had a more tie. Like, it, again, you know. seventy-one. They weren't looking for big reveals. Yeah. They were just kind of going with, um, "Let's end this." But yeah, I guess it doesn't matter. It didn't yes, really the, feel like they were going for "Let's just end this." Yeah, yeah. But yeah. You, you what know, about the best death? What do you guys think the best? best oh death wow! Was the movie? Let's do spoilers because nobody's oh. going to watch this. Um, well, best death, Arvin. I, honestly, the the. The uh, the the nurse at the end because it, it's like I'm still convinced Ooh. that that scene had a, had an influence on the uh, the fantasy death at the end of uh, Maniac because there there were a lot of shots that I saw Very good. Yeah. similar sort of uh, sort of things happening and so I, I thought it was it was cool because you you look at a movie like this and it's like yeah I mean it, it, it's not great it's you know. Uh, entertaining, yes, but you can see that it influenced other things. It did. You know? Conspiracy theory like Rose, well, Rosemary's Baby was before that. Yeah. But do you remember the Sentinel? Oh yeah. Oh my God. I, yeah. I love that movie. That that's that movie. One you must see. Yeah. That, that's. I, I hadn't seen it in in like a decade, and I watched yeah. it last year, and I decided this is this is going to be one of my every year Halloween movies. Microcosmic, all happening in one place, mm-hmm. and it's the doorway to hell, and one person. Like Rosemary's Baby is the victim, and everybody else is against her, right. and it's just kind of just yeah, like I, yeah, there is there is that going on here, and this was before um, the Sentinel, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, 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 it, a lot. Well, let's scare Jessica to death. Same thing, right? You know that one person against everybody, and they have no chance. Yeah, uh, all right. I'm liking the movie more when I <laughs> talk about it. What was your favorite death, Eddie? Uh, honestly, the phone guy. Yeah, that's because what because you didn't know what exactly. uh, what was going on for this half the tra- movie. Strawberry oh, girl. Just, yeah, and then it's it's like, then wrong. And, just suddenly dead. <laughs> and the door had no doorknob. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Somehow he couldn't get out. <laughs> I don't know how anyone got in or out. He only yeah. fixes phones. Mystery, he can't that's open that's doors. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. We don't. What live about off. you? What was your favorite? Oh God. Um. Yeah. The end scene. Yeah. And that was. Yeah. I take maniac. Yeah. That's Yeah. You guys have to see Maniac. That's uh, Maniac. early uh, Savini. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, good stuff, good stuff. Well, I'm, this is a wrap, I guess. Unless you guys got something else you want to plug, say, or hate. I don't know. Or sing Birth Root. Uh, what movie we're gonna watch next? Oh well, <laughs> I think we'll leave that up to you guys. If I pick it, well, it's too obvious. Why? What are you thinking? I, I always want to go with the Blob. The, the eighty-six the, one, or I've the, never uh, seen it. All of them. I've never seen uh, the Blob either. Yeah, I've never oh, seen oh. it. What? All right, so next time on Horrific Reviews, we'll be watching The Blob. Is it funny? <laughs> Steve McQueen, no. Is it bad? Steve McQueen followed up by the remake. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe, I don't know. I can't guarantee this, folks. But, yeah, you guys need to see The Blob. Yeah, yeah, the blob. Absolutely. And then, of course, it's forgotten. Beware of The Blob. Oh. Yeah. Well, it, wasn't there also uh, Son of Blob? 
Which is also Beware it's of Wild. It's a thing? Oh, it it's is? It is? The same, is, but, the same oh, working okay, title. Okay. Yeah. Weird. See, okay. forgotten. Yeah. Father wow. of the Blob. <laughs> Sister-in-law of the Blob. That, that's Heather's movie. <laughs> All right, well, are we saying goodnight, or do we have something else to throw in here? I'm speechless after that film, right? Yeah. Amazing. Give us one birth ritual. One more. No. Come on. Oh, come on. It's a Soundgarden segment. Can you, uh, well, wait, wait. Can you give us a cackle? No. no. See, nothing on cue with this one. Nothing. No, oh. I'm tired. Right. Yeah, me Sorry. too. Sorry. All right, screw y'all. <laughs> <laughs>
some new jello, okay? Okay, well that settles that. Hey there, fabulous souls. I'm Stephanie Baklaan. And I'm Eden Alpert. And we're the hosts of the brand new podcast, Unapologetically Fab. Get ready to join us on an amazing and real journey as we dive into life after 40 and own it. We're all about changing the narrative, leaning into who you are, and living a life by your own design. Join us as we embrace life unapologetically and redefine success. This is Unapologetically Fab. An electric cast production. See you there. Electric cast. Introducing the Deep Leadership Podcast. Leadership is a people business. That's the philosophy of your podcast host, John Rennie. As a former submarine officer who spent 22 years leading businesses in corporate America before starting his own manufacturing business, he knows that leadership matters. matters. Deep Leadership is real-world, actionable leadership advice from John and his expert guests. Become a leader worth following. Subscribe today. Electric acid.